listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 After Show. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show for our favorite show, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, Season 2, Episode 1, A Reunion. I'm your host, Tiana Hobson, and with me tonight, I've got my lovely co-host over here. I'm Jason Eichler, and I'm so excited for our after buzz show, and I'm so excited for Don't Trust the Bee to be back. Yes, it was a good episode tonight. And also, holding down the ones and twos for us, we've got our handyman over here, Steven. Steven, you want to say hi? No? <laughs> okay, he doesn't want to talk to you guys, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, Jason, I want to talk a little bit about, um, first off, your reactions to, I mean, this is the premiere episode for season two. What were your initial thoughts and reactions? I was just so excited going into it because the first season was only seven episodes, and if you become a fan of the show, you just want it to be longer. So it's finally back, and literally the show just started out hilarious, and I think when we were watching it, we were laughing from the beginning to the <laughs> end, and it did not disappoint at all. Just so funny. Yeah, there's a couple moments in there when we actually had to like pause and be like, wait, w- did she really just say that? <laughs> and we like rewind it, and we're like, oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah. So funny. It was it was a very, very funny episode. W- well done. Way to start off the um, new season with a bang, I think. And I think so, too. And I think just when you think the character Chloe the Bee isn't going to outdo herself, like you think, she really can't get any bitch here. She does something and you're like, did you just do that? It's so funny. <laughs> yes, she's awesome. So um, let's dive right into this episode. Um, it starts off with, we're at a funeral in the middle of Central Park, I assume, since it's New York. And the Dawson's Creek boat is burning and Luther, Chloe and June are all standing around and you know it's at James's funeral and I was like at first I was kind of shocked I was like oh my gosh what happened to James like isn't he a series regular? <laughs> and I think that's why the show is so unconventional because it does start out and you're like, you just killed off one of your main characters and I kind of for a second thought like, oh my god, he really is dead because I feel like that's something they would pull on the show and <laughs> just kind of shock everybody and so it was just really funny to see like the three of them just standing at the funeral and like, James isn't there, you see the boat burning. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah, it was sad. I mean, Dawson Leary, come on. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> Dawson's Creek is, you know... <laughs> Thank you, Steven. <laughs> okay, so then uh, we leave James's funeral, and we go. We find out that it's a flashback, so we go um, two weeks earlier, and um, it starts off with James getting a letter, barging into the apartment, like, I've got it finally, like, it came again, um, here's the letter, and it's a letter from the cast of Dawson's Creek, Katie, Josh, and, um, what was the... Busy. P- no, it was Katie, letter? Josh... 
and Michelle. Okay. Duh. <laughs> mental fart right there. Um, and basically... Please don't make me do a fart sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> please, please do. Please do. Okay. I'm not going to bring uh. up farts anymore. <laughs> okay. So he gets this letter from his three castmates, um, basically asking him to do this reunion. They ask him every year to be a part of this reunion. Every year he's got kind of like this complex of like, no, I don't need to do a reunion show. I'm like... It's like the Beatles yeah, getting I was together. Say he heard himself like the Beatles didn't get back together. Neither is Dawson's Creek, and it's, I think it's just funny because in his mind, his character is such this cocky person, and so just that in his mind, he sees himself as the member of the Beatles is really funny. And the letter comes once a year, and every year he has the same reaction where he's really angry but really happy at the same time. But like, no, I will never get back with Dawson. Yeah, you can tell it kind of strokes his ego a little bit. He's like feeling himself like, yeah, they 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 need me. <laughs> they can go win all the Oscars they want, but like I <laughs> am Dawson. <laughs> Without me it's just Creek. Yeah, and um, we find out <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Without him, it's just the creek. And <laughs> this show is now officially called the creek. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that could work, actually. It might. <laughs> we'll work on. We'll write that. <laughs> yeah. Watch out, CW. We're coming for you. <laughs> um, but we find out that not only does his kind of like holier than thou complex benefit him, but it benefits um, Chloe as well because after he denies them, he kind of gives her anything that she wants so this year she wanted to go kick to Anna Wintour out of her seat at a fashion show and so you see them walk into the fashion show and she's wearing this just outrageous hat and it's covering up everybody in the audience <laughs> and she walks in and I wrote it down because she says send in the tall and skinnies and they pull Anna Wintour out and sit Chloe down <laughs> the hat is just oh, <laughs> the hat is just so unnaturally large and she's blocking the view of everyone behind her and it's just so funny and it's another one of those moments where you're kind of like dropping dropping your jaw like wow there's really nothing that she's not afraid to do she really is a bee and (laughs) she's living up to every every word of it right now so funny and then after that you go and you see june and mark in the coffee shop that they work in And you see June just going on this rampage about how she's so upset that they're not going to do the Dawson's Creek reunion. And it was almost out of character for June, I think, because when we were first introduced to her in the first season, she has her stuff together. And she's this educated girl that really cares about her career. (laughs) And then you see her, and it's just this dramatic thing where she's just breaking down because there's not going to be a Dawson's Creek reunion special. Yeah, and I think it's another... It was sad. Um, (laughs) And I think that it's another thing to show um, how June is such a real character because... Because, like you said, in season one, she's so put together, straight out of grad school, like, gonna conquer the world, and then loses everything, ends up working at a coffee shop, um, meets a girl on Craigslist, and starts living with her. And I think it's kind of like that quarter-life crisis that a lot of people go through. Uh, I know I, yeah. <laughs> I know when I got out of college, I was like, okay, what now? Like, I thought I was gonna conquer the world, and now I'm like, what and I think do I <laughs> And to be more of a downer, I think that's why I connected with the show so much, because it kind of does parallel our lives. I finished grad school, and I moved out to L.A., and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to get rich and famous so fast. (laughs) And then I'm, like, working at a clothing store, and I'm like, God, I hate my life. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, and it's another thing, because Chloe, or June, is from a Midwestern state, 
like Jason mm-hmm. over here. Michigan. Um, <laughs> and <Hey>. she <laughs> says how Dawson's Creek was like a religion where she's from. <laughs> and there really are people who look at Dawson's Creek like that. I mean, creepy. <laughs> just a little bit, but, you know, we love everyone. <laughs> um, we don't want to upset any Dawson Creek fans. Yeah, I mean, they come on strong. But I'm a big <laughs> Dawson's Creek fan, too. I remember watching it growing up, and... It is, it is something about that show that just takes you back to, like, the nostalgia of, like, the opening title sequence and everything, like, and I love how this storyline revolves around kind of a real-world issue where it's been 10 years and everyone's been talking about, like, is the cast going to get together? Is there going to be a reunion? And I love 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 because that really happened yeah that really happened in real life that they brought it to the show see and i feel like i'm more of the mark character in the situation where i didn't watch dawson's creek but i did watch moesha religiously (laughs) (laughs) he said like that's his dawson creek and i'm like that's kind of my dawson's creek like when are they gonna have a moesha reunion yeah i love that he (laughs) really connected with that (laughs) i really love that he was like i'm black i thought i should say that (laughs) (laughs) and i'm white and i still think that (laughs) yeah so we as we move on june's talking about she um gets back to the apartment um, starts this whole slideshow for James and Chloe to watch about how 846,251 teenage girls watched the finale of Dawson's Creek and how she was one of those girls and what it meant to her and her friends and how she had a breakup with a 7th grade boyfriend or something like that and how um, when Dawson found out that Grams was going to die like they went they both made it through that pain together I know it's like watching a sad PSA like almost like those um, sad animal commercials where you're like I don't want to look away but this is so sad and wrong <laughs> and you see her it's like that it's, she's just like and all of these girls watched Dawson's Creek and I think she almost said she said somebody died of cancer or something, right? Yeah, it was um, Grams. And I think that is what's funny about the show, too. Like, they're not afraid to go there. They make fun of so many medical issues that you shouldn't laugh about. And then they say them, and you just uncontrollably laugh. And it's probably bad, but it's funny. So what can you do? Yeah, so the slideshow ends with showing James's head photoshopped on both Rafiki and Simba in The Lion King being held <laughs> up. It up. <laughs> like, and so he starts calling himself King James. Because she said, like, mothers and daughters are becoming too now it's not just the fans the fans are having kids and so you see him like holding the baby him up and it's so funny yeah that was that was great um (laughs) just thinking about that picture again it's it's another way to kind of see how chloe or i'm sorry how june knows to feed into james's ego in that Mm -hmm. way because that was just what he needed to hear to be like okay yeah i'm 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 down to do this reunion now and it's interesting to see how her character has kind of developed since the first season because she was not like that and i think living with chloe now a little bit of chloe is rubbing off on june and she's learning like oh i can kind of manipulate people too to get what i want because it's working for chloe yeah, and I want to, and we're going to talk about the B in a minute. But first, I want to tell everyone, um, please log on to lo- um, iTunes if you have an account. Tell a friend. Log on, rate, comment, subscribe to our podcast. If you just search for AfterBuzz TV, you can find us within there. Um, p- let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, um, and we will. <laughs> thank you, Stephen, for directing me to the right camera. <laughs> Please don't let us know about that. We know. Okay. Mental note. Noted. Okay. Um, But yeah, tell us how we're doing. Um, We read your comments. We will write you back. Um, Please just, you know, tell us how we're doing. Tell a friend if you like the show, if you want to spread the love any way you can, please. You're doing good. Thank you. (laughs) Please send nice things. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So after all this 
we find out that Chloe is actually the one who has been sending <laughs> these letters to James for all these years. <laughs> so basically, the B, the B is back. <laughs> I mean, she has been doing this, and when June asked her why, um, the letters make James feel powerful, and Chloe likes to kind of manipulate that power. She kind of rides that power. Yeah, she rides that power to get James to do things for her. Like, he will not say no to her. She calls it her, um, her, what was that movie? The Mafia Day. Oh, yep. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. (laughs) But anyway, that goes into where she is showing the, you see the pictures of, like, what she gets to do when James turns down the people from Dawson's Creek. And so you see, like, the royal wedding and Chloe and James are just in the back like hey like, he signs <laughs> on the balcony with Prince <laughs> William and then they're playing like bumper carts with the president and Michelle and it's just so funny that just like photoshopped in there but so she can basically again she's manipulating somebody to get what she wants which is just so her character and that's why they call her the bee <laughs> yes exactly so then uh, we go into more of them talking and um, Chloe uh, actually goes into June and Luther are talking about how she still kind of wants to get this reunion going and James is in the room too they're secretly plotting um, to get him to reach out to the cast figuring out who he should contact first Luther makes a big reveal that he's gone as Katie Katie Holmes Holmes. for the past eight Halloweens (laughs) so funny that was one of those moments where we had to rewind it and watch because we're like did he really just say that and he's like I've gone as Katie Holmes for eight Halloweens (laughs) just so dramatic yeah and that's part of the reason why I love Luther's character I think he is the perfect sort of inserting of comedy when you need it like that off like, like comic relief inside of the comedy. Yeah, game. exactly. He just knows how to drop it down, like with the perfect one-liners to just drop it like it's hot. Drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. Yeah. So, um, as they're talking, in barges, Chloe with her tranquilizer dart. <laughs> and, and literally shocked. I think my jaw dropped. And I think it's funny too because the last season ended where Chloe and June are good friends and you see them go through all this stuff and at the end um, June draws her that comic book and they're together and you kind of wonder like when are they going to start going at it again and then Chloe shoots June <laughs> bang spoiler alert <laughs> but, she, but she you know she goes oh it's okay she'll just be out for like six hours or so it was like a train gun with like turkey <laughs> turkey something in it and it makes you feel like you do on Thanksgiving dinner after you overeat turkey tryptophan yeah so basically she had the itis you know the itis makes you sleepy after you eat a bunch on Thanksgiving day. No, just me? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> I'm the only one who gets that full. Um, and then and then Chloe turns and she turns to Luther and goes, I don't, my beef isn't with you, Luther. And he's like, thank you. And she's letting him go and then shoots him as he's walking out the door. Which is funny because during the first season you see that clearly there's some sort of like hate love hate sort of relationship yeah weird tension between chloe and luther which i thought was kind of out of character when she was like oh no i'm not gonna do anything to you don't worry about it but then as soon as she saw him was like there's the chloe i know well because in the first season i think he tell or chloe tells james like when you fire luther like kiss him to confuse him and then fire him (laughs) (laughs) like she just really likes to screw with his head and so kind of another instance of that where she's like oh don't worry you're fine and then bang he's dead too yeah because there is that also um, underlining tension where you can tell that Luther is in love with um, James, James, and it's kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, and they show it a little bit, but it's kind of yeah, 
implied more, I guess. Yeah, and James kind of takes advantage of that. Bless you, Stephen. <laughs> Thanks. Kinda sneaks it over there. <laughs> um, so then we move on in June. Um, is so excited. She's calling all her friends to let them know, hey, oh my gosh, like a Dawson's Creek reunion's really gonna happen. We've been talking about this for years. And they're all kind of like, meh. Like, I've moved on. I have a life. I have kids. I have a job. I have, you know, a life now that's not that. Like, I'm not obsessed with this show anymore. Like, why are you still stuck in this sort of Which, rut? again, I think kind of parallels our lives like we were saying. Like, everybody's out here in the big city and we're so involved in like what's on TV and what celebrities are doing and you call home and like I'm popping out a baby and I'm <laughs> like oh that's not fun <laughs> <laughs> Yay. you're like I really d- I mean your friends are like oh yeah I just don't have time for this like and you kind of feel like oh my gosh like should I be over this too am I a kid stuck in an adult's body now is it's making me lame and I'm 24 years old and in the Kelly Clarkson fan club is that, <laughs> is that weird <laughs> Kelly Clarkson's number one fan but so June we we feel we're in the same rut as you right we now. got you we got you on this um so Dawson and June are still completely convinced to have this reunion um Dawson's talked to Katie, Josh, and Michelle. They've all agreed to it. But then he call- gets a call Calls from his agent. And I think this is so funny because it's so typical Hollywood where they say yes to your face and then make their agents give you the dirty news. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, so they're totally they're totally in. They want to do it. Okay, and um, jo- James is like, yeah, okay, awesome. So they're in. And he's like, yeah, but they're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, and he's like, why? And he keeps going back and forth. And he's like, they're totally in. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're not going to do it. And he's like, why? And then you see his agent reach into his suit coat and pull out this note. And it says, they won't do it because they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because earlier in the episode, James is convinced that Josh is actually in love with him. He's like, oh, yeah, Josh will do anything because he's in love with me secretly. And then you get this news that they hate him. And for James, who's got this big ego in his head of like he's the man he's <laughs> he's he not was, he's not and it kind of bums him out bums him out so he goes to meet um with one of his other co-stars who's on for two seasons busy phillips they meet in a diner and she explains to him that basically the cast hates him because after the end of the um series they all went in on a crew gift and bought them all rowboats <laughs> to symbolize the creek and the essence of Dawson's Creek. And it was James's idea, yet he never paid his half of the bill. <laughs> so funny. And I think it's funny, too, when Busy walks in, she's, like, undercover. She doesn't want anybody to know that she's talking to James. Yeah. So it's, like, so secretive because it's, like, this huge cast drama where he didn't pay for the robot boat, so everybody hates him. So she can't even let people know that they're talking. That they're talking. Like, she's probably breaking a code by even showing up there. And she goes on to explain how she had to um to cover his part she had to sell her beloved horse cha-cha because she was only on for two seasons so basically she broke even by hey. <laughs> did you say cha-cha yeah, yeah that's what she <laughs> all right i'm gonna name a horse cha-cha i mean it's i think it's a good a good a good horse name yeah i don't, know. Why not? <laughs> I don't really know what you would name well, we a horse. have less and less horses and bayonets <laughs> <laughs> all right someone watched the debate last night <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Very well informed. So, S- speaking of animals, <laughs> not at all, but in, in that scene, he buys her this gross chicken at the diner, and it's like a whole chicken, and she's kind of disgusted. And then, like, once you find out she she hits rock bottom and like had to sell her ho- horse and is really poor, she's like, actually, I'll take some mustard with that chicken, <laughs> and ends up eating it, which is just so disgusting. Well, and she also explains she because um, Dawson, or I'm sorry, I'm calling him Dawson, James. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what girls eat. And she's just like, well, we don't. Um, <laughs> we just don't 
eat anything at all, which is typical of a girl on like a first date to kind of be like, oh no, I'll just have a salad because, you know, whatever reason, I'm a girl, give me a steak and a baked <laughs> potato. <laughs> like, I'm not Can gonna I get a hell yeah? <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> like, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you, honey, if you you're taking me out. with the chicken too. <laughs> yeah. And she, that's the weirdest part. She asked for a Diet Coke and mustard to go. That's just who takes that whole chicken to that's, go. That's a Hollywood celebrity so diet right there, if you've ever heard one. So um, I want to take another quick break just to let everyone know that we have a whole bunch of shows that we do here every week for AfterBuzzTV.com. Subscribe, subscribe do to it. them. You can check us up, check us out on the website. We do over fifty shows every week. There are shows like Scandal, Heart of Dixie, Gossip Girl. Um, Grey's Anatomy, Once Upon a Time, where you can also find me doing another awesome And <laughs> you can find me yes. on American Horror Story and Dexter. I'm actually in front of the cameras. Oh, oh. oh look at Multi-talented. that. Multi-talented. Yes. So check us out. Um, any show that you probably watch and or think that no one else watches with you, we have a show for it. If we don't, let us know and we will do our best to try and find a way to make that happen for you. So back into the episode... We kind of um, get back, and James and June are in, like, this depressed state where they both are like, oh, my gosh, we need to move on with our lives, but we don't know how. And in comes Chloe just at the right time <laughs> where she's kind of having a intervention for our dear James by having um, – oh, I'm sorry. I, I skipped ahead too quick. Oh, okay. I, my fault. I know. I'm like, where are we? Yeah, <laughs> my fault. James ha- does one last desperate attempt – to get some sort of reunion going and he goes to the grocery store and starts stalking Frankie Munoz from Malcolm in the Middle. And so funny because he's like I think we should do a Malcolm in the Middle Dawson's Creek reunion and Dawson can be in the middle <laughs> and that's the whole thing. I'm Dawson. I'm in the middle. <laughs> Frankie Munoz is kind of like what? Like I've tried to do a reunion too and he's just trying to grocery shop and keeps trying to get away from Dawson. <laughs> he just keeps following him and it's just this ongoing thing and it's really funny. Yeah, I mean Dawson or James completely creeps him out I think um, and then in walks Chloe and James is like wait how did you even find me how did you know where I went she <laughs> tells him I downloaded Grinder to your phone and <laughs> found you that way which is so accurate because she's like it's just a matter of feet to tell where you are <laughs> and Grinder, if you don't know is this gay app where it tells you how many feet the nearest gay person is from you and so she sees about that about seven <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Touche, sir. Am, am, am I logged on? <laughs> My phone is off. <laughs> so, so right when she says that, that was a really good one, Stephen, by the way. Right when, she, right when she says that, um, James's phone goes off and it's a grinder alert and it says arigato hey <laughs> and you see this little Latina guy in the back go hey <laughs> like almost like a bend and snap just so funny though <laughs> that was probably one of the funniest moments in the show just, I mean the whole like he go and he even mouths it to him like arigato hey <laughs> and like the whole snap and, and like, it's what it says on grinder too yeah it's a, I just thought that was that was awesome so Basically, Chloe has to get James to stop harassing Fra- poor little Frankie, who's getting really creeped out by, <laughs> by now. So, again, she takes her tranquilizer dart and just shoots him, pops him right there in the grocery store. And he's Which just I just think is so funny. <laughs> like, what comedy does the lead character just go psycho and start shooting everybody else? <laughs> Dexter. Oh, that's... 
Is that a comedy? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> That's really scary. <laughs> so then we get um, back back when James is waking up, and um, Chloe has recruited Mark Paul Gossler, who, MPG for short, who, if you don't know, like Jason over here, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell is he there. He looks like he got older. Well, I'm just I saying, mean, I didn't know it was him because he's older. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's been like a lot of years since the Saved by the Bell. He grew up into a very <laughs> handsome adult man. We can't all be Nicolas Cage, <laughs> Tom Cruise, or I don't know, you name one. Um, Beyonce. Smith. Yeah, there uh, you go. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce, still looks, like Beyonce really still looks like she's 17, though. That's because black don't crack. <laughs> White. <laughs> White does. <laughs> so Chloe has recruited um, Mark here to kind of convince James that getting a reunion together is a bad idea and he needs to move on and mark has his book there that's titled ta-da finding Finding the the now (laughs) and ta-da so it's all about how you know you need to just move on with your life because he explains how they're both they both got famous at a young age for very popular characters and how they kind of have to move past that image in a way and also so funny that's the third guest star of the show and they're all kind of like has-beens ish without stepping on any toes whoa mark has a new show on very well i've never seen it. franklin and bash it is an awesome show if you haven't seen it like jason go check it out because (laughs) it's actually really good sorry back to what you were saying (laughs) and frankie Muniz, i don't think he's been in anything since agent cody banks has he um he he took a little break from acting for a while there yeah so i think now they're all coming back and getting their start on don't trust the bee (laughs) and i think it'll be interesting too i mean i'll save this more for predictions but i love that they had three guest stars in one episode because having a person like james on your show kind of gives you the open freedom to bring all these other people people. and especially since he's playing himself it kind of lets other people be okay to make fun of themselves too i think yeah and i mean chloe and june have a really awesome line at this point when the two guys are talking where they're both sitting in a corner like oh my gosh zach morris and dawson leary are talking to each other in our living room right now and chloe goes i hope they kiss (laughs) and i think that it's kind of it kind of brings together the whole fact that like I was one of those girls who was addicted to both of those shows who is watching this thinking like oh my god how awesome would that be to have Zach and Dawson right there like at your fingertips and like well I think every generation has like the huge teen stars and so she's got both of her dream stars and it'd be like if Zach Efron and Justin Bieber were here talking (laughs) and they're just watching and (laughs) she's got these two talking and they're just like giddy little girls and then June kind of has this moment where she's like, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? I used to have this really good job, and I lost it, and I have my master's degree, and should I grow up? Like, why aren't I growing up? And then Chloe gives her kind of this inspiring speech (laughs) where she's like, and I I wrote it down because it's so funny, she's like, you have a great life, you're here in New York with me, and you're sitting next to a hot-ass hoe packing a trank gun. (laughs) Quote. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just so funny. (laughs) I mean, and that's just, you know, another example of this B character. And it's like, where is she? Wh- where will she not go? You know, I mean, she's just like, I mean, I'm hot. You <laughs> get your life together. Like, basically stop moping around because you're bringing me down with you. And <laughs> I that's hoe with the train gun. <laughs> <laughs> and that's es- essentially what the whole episode was. <laughs> Her with the train gun shooting, shooting everyone. everyone she sees. Also, funny thing from that scene is where we find out that Zach actually bought Busy's horse that she had to sell. And he said how he sold his jacket. His Bayside Letterman's jacket. And he's like, and I got this really great horse, Cha-Cha. <laughs> you You're like, oh, poor Busy. <laughs> poor Busy had to sell her Lost horse. that. <laughs> and, yeah, so then 
It goes, and then the episode ends back at the funeral on the water in the park, and we find out that Dawson is not dead. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's alive. <laughs> he's alive. And basically, he's t- taken Mark's advice and taken all his Dawson memorabilia, the dolls, the jackets, the backpacks, the lunch pails, everything he's got, and he's put it all into the boat that we assume it's the same boat that they bought for the crew that he never paid for. And they set everything on and fire. That we the, at first we thought it was his body, but it is yeah. just his things. And then Chloe chimes in like, oh, I also put June's ugly sweaters in there. <laughs> there's a huge explosion. <laughs> Everything's gone. And then the park set, starts on yeah, fire. Yeah, it looked like the back of the park was on fire a little bit. And as they're all walking away... Uh, Chloe's just like, never look back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of just like, okay, but like, there's a fire. Someone should maybe call someone or do something. Yay. And I thought that was a cool ending, too, because it started just like at the beginning. And if you go back to the first season where like, it's just from June's perspective and she comes in hating all these characters and then you're at the second season first episode and they're all kind of friends and it's like this cheesy like oh that's kind of cute but then like chloe burnt off her stuff (laughs) (laughs) just funny yeah it's like you still get that stuff okay so um really quickly let's get into a little bit of news and gossip So I've got this funny quote that I read in the Huffington Post that Kristen Ritter said that she'd actually never seen Dawson's Creek. What? And she's like, I'm the only girl, Ameri- girl in America that's never seen it. And she's like, me and James Vanderdeek are, are bros, but we hang out together all the time. She's just never seen it. I that thought that was really funny because you would think going into the show with this character. And just because, I mean, it's one of those characters that like, like she said, every girl in America has probably watched it, even if it was just an episode. I mean, after the first ep- first season aired, I went on Netflix and was like, oh my gosh, I have to watch the whole series. <laughs> like, I'm halfway through season two right now on my Netflix queue. Um, with Dawson te- Creek making a comeback. Yeah, making a comeback. <laughs> so funny. Um, also, the showrunner for Don't Trust the Bean Apartment 23 has given an open invitation to anybody from Dawson's Creek to come on. And she said, especially for Katie Holmes, the door is open at any time. And I think now that Katie is not divorced and not living with a crazy person, maybe she could do something fun like this. And this would be a cool way for her to kickstart her career back up as Happy Katie. Yeah, that would be fun. I think she should do something light and fluffy like this and not so serious after being in a serious relationship for so long. Give give us Katie back. Give us. (laughs) We want Katie back. Yeah, we want Joey from across the creek. (laughs) 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 Okay, and um, let's get into some predictions, huh? I kind of cheated with my predictions because. Yeah, don't interrupt it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's his first. It's his first after Buzz show. We'll forgive him this time. (laughs) I'm really excited about my prediction. (laughs) Okay, tell us your prediction. Okay, well. I'm going to say, and these are some spoiler alerts, because... Spoiler alert! Yeah. I stole them from... I didn't steal them. I'm reading them from the Huffington Post. But June's going to get a real job. Oh. We've seen her in the coffee shop for so long, and she started out as this driven character, and now she's working coffee. She's getting a real job back. Yay! And so... I'm guessing we're going to see a lot of balancing a real job with Chloe because last time she got the internship, Chloe adopted a child or got a foster child to be her assistant. So I'm hoping we get a lot of things like that. And then my other prediction is not a prediction. I also read it. But James Vanderbeek was on Dancing with the Stars last season in the show. And this season, he's getting his own new show. It's going to be like a Bachelor-style show. Oh, interesting. Those are 
some nice little tidbits there. Predictions. <laughs> yeah, nice predictions, Jason. <laughs> uh, my prediction is going to be that Luther will confess his love at some point to James oh, this season. I feel like it's been leading up to yeah, that. Yeah, it's been leading up to that. Um, so, if you want to continue talking to us or continue the discussion, where can people find you on You can media? find me on Twitter at J Eichler, J-I-K-E-L-E-R, or I have a website, jacktainment.com, J-A-K-tainment.com. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at TweetT22, T-W-E-E-T-E-E-22. Um, for all of us here at AfterBuzz, thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.